In this episode of the Gnostic Deluge, we're getting back into G.S. Hermes' translation of Thrice Greatest Hermes. And the books that we discuss are the General Sermon to Asclepius and also the Sacred Sermon of Hermes. Some of the things that we discuss are what God is and isn't, and also some of the similarities between things that are written in here and things that we learn in Christianity and where they possibly come from. Enjoy! to face a couple of silver spoons open is, to find is that from the is that the thing is that the uh the opening song for silver spoons yeah i i don't recognize it i reckon i remember i remember silver spoons yeah because but uh <laughs> didn't he have that cool train yeah and he had the the race car bed yeah. he had like everything yeah, like he had like dream. video games in his right in the front yeah, room dream come true every kid was loved watching silver spoons <clears throat> all right yep Hey, uh, Mark. Hey, welcome, Brandon. Welcome to the Gnostic Deluge. Welcome. Good to be here once again. And I hope we got our microphones working. Yeah. Tested them all out. Yeah, we've been working <clears throat> on the Gnostic Deluge studio. We hope that everything is going good. <laughs> yeah. We got our audio figured out. Yeah, and thanks for people who have been listening. Um, actually, uh, well, you know, iTunes, now, that we've put it, now that we've put it on iTunes. Audio only. We've had a lot more people listen to it. We even had a subscriber. So yeah, which is cool. Which is revolutionary. Yeah, like somebody that we don't know that's subscribed. <laughs> anyway, so hopefully somebody's getting something out of it, um, as 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 much or half as much as we are. Because do you think that now that there could be someone listening, that we're actually going to be like trying harder now? Sure. Okay. <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I think that the, hopefully they can just get better and better as we do it more. I think that's the, but uh, let's bust out. I want one of those spicy things that you had. So we're going to start off with a ginger beer uh, reaction. For me, it's just a, um, I've already, it's not a true reaction for me. I've already had this particular one, <clears throat> but for Mark, it's a reaction. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So while he's getting those, um, we're, today we're going to do the th- first three or the first the next three books after uh after the shepherd of men in the hermetica yeah and we're doing grs grs meads in his order right yeah yeah order um so we need an opener here we go you got an opener in here yeah okay all right you ready for this mark let's see Cheers. Lanilar Source. <clears throat> fiery ginger beer. Lanilar. Fiery. I want to put a plug in. I mean, in, it says fiery. I want to put it. Put a plug in for, for Lanilar. Lanilar. I actually, this is my favorite snob water. I drink their snob water. They have water, like a nice bottle of water. Oh, that's, I can taste the fire right off the bat. Okay, so yeah, it's definitely, ooh, it's ooh. got, I don't know, man. I think my favorite is is fever tree fever tree hmm. i'm just saying this one the fire doesn't this one more has the spice the, yeah. the or the hotness of a 
from chili pepper or something. Yeah, yeah. Rather than the spice of a of ginger. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. The the the, the strength. The um. Speaking of spicy. Speaking of spicy. What about the Hermetica? Yeah, a nice segue. <laughs> Dude. No. Anyway, so this one's real. This this is pretty interesting. We we there's an there's enough in here um, to have an episode. Yeah, and and hope and I think as we go through, it'll begin to establish the basic hermetic teachings or doctrine. That's what I was getting from this. Is we 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 went through Shepherd of Men, and there was a lot of lot of stuff in Shepherd of Men. Yeah, Mandries. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was very reading. Reading the next three, I, I and I had already read the cup or the monad previous, but the I was the my take was that this is kind of like the real value will come from going through a lot of these, you know, and then being able to like, oh yeah, this is what this is what I remember this was being mentioned in the Shepherd of Men. And, yeah, and I I found a lot of uh, some reiterations in these ones. Yeah, I think that this will be because that, that doesn't me say that the Shepherd of Man was like the best of I, I of them. He, yeah, the his most opinion was it was concise. the most important. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it has it has it all in there and nice overview of it. So now we got to kind of get into some of the the doctrine deeper into the doctrines, I guess. Yeah. Um. And oh, I wanted to. I was looking at. Sorry, Mark is looking at his phone right now. Well, because <clears throat> what are you doing, man? This is we're, we're, well. We're, this we're is an interesting thing oh, okay. that I found out. Okay, because the first one is the general sermon to, of us, which is two, which is gone. The first no. So there's the general sermon, which is gone. Wait, what? The general sermon is is lost. Oh, oh, you're saying oh, okay. Go back, to, go back to the previous one. This one? What do you mean? So there's actually... You keep on going. Okay. Wait, what, do you, what is this? The Shepherd this, of Men? No, yeah, this is the Shepherd of Men. Are you talking about the notes? What do you... What do you there's the missing text. There is? Yeah. How? So... Oh, 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 oh. That's in the notes. Okay. Okay, I because I thought that was just a neat summary. I was like, "This is cool." Wait, wait. Uh, so I don't think so, Brandon. What I'm referring to is Mead breaks it down to 17 texts. Yeah, and the first one is the Shepherd of Men. The second one is called the General Sermon. That's this one. That's the one. The General Sermon to Asclepius. What do you... Brandon? Mm. See, you downloaded to Asclepius, but that's just a different... No, 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 no. Whoa, Brandon. <laughs> what? So, no, that's that's f- a totally different... That's in the extra... That's in the extra stuff, I think. No, to Asclepius. The, the third text is to Asclepius. Okay. All yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. But I'm saying in in this book they have they call it the general sermon. All right. We will. Hey, maybe if we do a smorgasbord, <laughs> we'll talk about this. So I was under the well. I'll finish my thought. Oh, okay. I was under the impression, I was like, what? and I've been under this. I've been under this impression for 
a while now, before we even started going through this, that out of the 17 texts, one of them, and I thought it was called the General Sermon, was actually lost. No, that's uh, part of, part of, okay, according to Mead's thing, the beginning of this General Sermon is lost. Okay. That, so that they, so you're right. It's just, this is the, because look, it's, it, it begins the same. All that has moved. All that has moved. Yeah. Okay, let's do this. So anyway, so there is a part of it that's that they whether it's they, an actual text or whether it's a part of one. Yeah, it's a part yeah. of it. It's at least a partial text. So he's uh, anyway. But oh, oh, interesting thing though. The guy is Sclepius. Oh, yeah, I love this. You do? Yeah. Well, when you marry, dude. No. Oh, <laughs> because in Arizona you can only marry a, you can only marry one, ah, woman. Well, Wait, Sclepius is a guy, right? Yeah, but I'm. Wait, is, is anyway? Well, okay. Anyway, the whole thing. I was I because I was just listening to the Cave in the Light. Yeah, and Great also night I heard the name Asclepius come up, and I was like, Yeah, the Greek god. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Wait, so this guy's got the same name? So yeah, I wrote down. So there's the a, god of medicine in Greek. Yeah, there's um, a there's a lot to go. You can go down a rabbit hole on this one. You can. Yeah, I, I oh. did because I did it. I went, down, I went down the rabbit hole. Show us just a peek into the rabbit hole. Uh, so like, Asclepius... Related to this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the this thing is, is, this is Asclepius. This is two Asclepius, and we have to assume that this is like some... One of uh, Hermes' uh, students. Yeah. Right? But Asclepius is the name of a Greek god, and not, and yeah, not, and not an insignificant one either. Like he's a lot of history, and he has a lot. He's he has a lot to do with uh, Apollo and Hermes as well. Oh, and there's lots of stories about how he um he's the he's he's the god of medicine, right? Mm-hmm. And so he has a staff with a serpent on the staff, and uh, there's interesting. There's lots of interesting stories. Oh, the serpent yeah. on the staff. Yeah, there's lots of interesting stories that you have to wonder about the parallels between cultures. That is okay. So I mean, um, well, I mean Moses and yeah, all kinds of Jesus. Yeah, and and we already know that Hermes is something we've already discussed in the previous episode. That Hermes, there's a lot of like um, theorizing about whether Hermes is Thoth or or Enoch, or there's even some some that believe he's Abraham. Or but the thing is, like you have these different cultures, and we have these Greek gods, we have these uh, Hebrew patriarchs. And we have these Egyptian gods, and sometimes it seems like they kind of confuse each other. They, they get confused about who's who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, or they have parallels. Like, yeah. yeah, they get, yeah, mixed up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing that with reading the Cave in the Light. I mean, I know we're kind of, but and then and then this and then knowing stuff about Christianity and stuff, you're just like, oh, they're they're all coming from a, a same source. You know, oh, like yeah, an yeah, earlier totally. source. Yeah. Like you're like. Wait, this, they've been debating this kind of stuff for, you know, thousands of years. So like, if, you, if you want to go down a rabbit hole, read, start learn, start doing some research on his on Asclepius, the Greek god. Okay, it's really interesting, and he has a lot of. There's a lot of stories with him in it. All right. Well, so this one is uh, <clears throat> this Asclepius is Hermes' student. Yeah. So yeah. So. You know, but anyway, I just was like, oh, wait, that's the same name. Yeah. And uh, 
So I, you know, there might be something to why they use the name or not. I don't, I'm not sure, but I just thought that was interesting. It is, and obviously you did too because you went down this Your rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Yep. Well, so okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a little thing with Brandon because I wrote out this whole little thing. Did you? Yeah, and it's it's basically because he he uses what I, I like the Socratic method to establish, I think it's the Socratic method or is it anyway, I don't know where he says, I okay, like it. I like no. first. Okay. Brandon, if in order for something to move, it, ha, it has to be moved by a force or something, right? Yeah. I agree. Okay. I agree. And that which moves the thing has to be greater or a greater force than that, which is moved. Right. Not if you're Archimedes, but yes, in Brandon, in theory, just yes. no. You follow, yes, <laughs> okay, y- yes. So definitely. okay, so the mover is a greater power. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Whether it's greater or it has a greater power, I think it's greater power, right? So the yeah, the mover yeah, has the, a greater power. I'm saying the power. Definitely, that, that's the thing. Is I'm not talking about necessarily the thing is going to be like size. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's why Ar- Archimedes could. You know, but it's a greater f- power that he's able to use by using his levers. His, his brain. Yeah. Actually, that whole Archimedes thing is really interesting. In the the another, cave and the light. Another plug for the cave like, and the light. Oh, that book's so good. Anyway, so, okay. So, we've got a few things established. The So, the mover's nature is different than the moved. Just Yes. Anyway, this is... Yes, so, I agree. Definitely. Um... I'm playing as Gleepy as right now. Anyway, so, yeah. I mean, I guess we could just read it, but I'm just trying to make it a little more. So, is the cosmos is so vast that there's no greater body, right? Correct. I mean, it's the cosmos. I, I agree. Everything's yeah. in it. And so massive that it that all fits into it? Yes. Okay. And But the cosmos is a body, correct? Yes, the cosmos is a body. A moving body? <laughs> anyway, these are just all questions. And then that's just, I don't, and and then he asks, you know, how big is the space which in which it's moved? Okay, so that you have, you establish that with the cosmos, but then you're like, well, if it's a moving body, what is it moved by? Okay, so you're yeah. starting with this little thing, and also you're going to the cosmos, and you're like, the cosmos is big. It's it's vast. It's huge. It's the biggest thing, right? Yeah. But then you're like, well, it's a moving body, right? And then it's like, oh, well, but if it's a moving body, what does it move by? Ooh, deep. Yeah. So actually, yeah. he gets you with this one. This one's better than, I think, the, like, if you read The Republic, like, you're kind of like, okay, this one at least kind of tricks you in a way, you know, or into, oh, well, we established this, but... If we establish this other thing, and then it's like, oh, well, there has to be something bigger to move it. And so that thing that's bigger, or the thing that's moving the cosmos, um, let's see, so it must be above, uh, so it must be as above, and this body, so it, a body is moved by a body list. Anyway, it's this opposite thing. Okay, well, if the cosmos is a body that's moving, um, and we already agreed, you know, yeah. back in the back in the thing that that the thing that moves is different than the thing that is that the things that that moved moves is different than the thing that 
moved. Most assuredly. Most assuredly. Yeah, there you go. So so if it, if the cosmos is a body, then whatever's moving it has to be bodiless. It has to be the, different. Anyway, so this is the way he gets to, to eventually kind of like, okay, well, we've already established that. So now we can talk about God. Yeah, so he kind of gives this... He kind of like uh, almost gives this this, uh, preamble or this uh, introduction to his discussion with some logic on let's 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 get to the let's get to some uh, let's let's make some let's get some numbers figured out here. And then once we understand something, then we can go forward. Yeah. And I mean, I I understand that it's part of the like the it's part of the uh, the way that this is written. I mean, this is the same. The Shepherd of Men was the same way. It's basically a, it's a discussion between two people. But the Shepherd of Men was an angel. Well, I or mean, something, but this one's very and, and, Greek. Hmm. You know, very very Greek logic. Yes, totally. Like often I was, when that, I was that's reading what I was trying these, to say. Often I was I I would think to myself, especially because I'm, I've been reading slash listening to Cave in the Light, the Cave in the Light. I often I would be like, when I was reading through this, I'm like, wow, this is kind of like the whole, like, you know, syllogies thing. Like, well, if this is this, then this must be this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You're just like, and, and the funny thing is that, um, well, in the, like, it was obviously Plato that was writing the, yeah. you know, like the Republic. And so he was able to make the story to where the guy would give a little, like resistance and then you'd be like oh you're right you know sure, and stuff sure. like that yeah sure but so they in this thing they use the same kind of way of i, I think it's the reason you know they're showing how oh well this is reasonable this is you know to to walk you through and then say okay well now we've established this so now we can talk about you know god you know without resistance because we've already now that we made our reasoned our way correct no, so, that's, a, that's a good that's a good a uh, um, analysis there. I, I didn't I didn't see that before, but that's kind of what's happened, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. so basically, in my notes, I, I have that. Um, <clears throat> so that uh, it goes verses one through twelve are just to establish and to get to what God is, and then after that. Are the real meat of where he really wants to go? That's a good. That's a good uh, strategy there, Mark. So the first twelve verses are basically giving us a definition of how great and and how bo- and how bodiless and and all encompassing God is. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah, 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 and how reasonable the whole idea is too. That's a good way to. That's a good know. way to start. Yeah. So, um, and then Asclepius asks. Well, what then is God? That's where it all starts. Finally. Yeah, yeah it gets to it. Cause, what then is God? Because Asclepius is kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know. Got it, got it. So what is God? Verily, it's true, you know. Yeah. So then finally Asclepius is... Um, yeah, and then he not any of these. <laughs> yeah, and then this is the interesting part where he starts talking about what God isn't and what God is. Yeah. Like... um <clears throat> Like uh, in verse, well, I'm trying to, do you want to read like where Hermes, or in 14, what sayest thou ever then God is? In 14 where Hermes. Yeah. 
Yeah. When he says, God yeah. is not mind? Yeah, yeah. So what sayest thou ever, then, God is? So then what do you say? Well, then what is God? Translation. Yeah, yeah. What is God, then? Well, God, therefore, is not mind, but cause that the mind is. God is not spirit, but cause that the spirit is. God is not light, but he ca- but causes that the light is. Hence, should one honor God with these two names, the good and the father, which is in brackets, mm-hmm. as if Mead added that, perhaps. Well, because he later he establishes that that's what yeah, the two names a, he's talking about. So, Na- hence, one should honor with these two names. Names which pertain to him alone and no one else. So he kind of like, he doesn't really directly answer him. No. Or he, he answers him kind of, well, it's like, he's not mind, but cause that mind is. He's not spirit, but cause that spirit is. You know, it's like he's uh, he's answering in these, hmm. I don't know yeah. what you would even call it. But no. he's not these things. No, he's, he's, answering, he's answering with another like question or another parable. Like a like a thinking. What is? Have you so the um, you know what this sounds like to me? This line right here, this reminds me of the first, the very first number, uh, the Tao Te Ching number one. We'll go over that sometime. Okay. I don't. I, I don't. I don't want to go down another rabbit hole. But that so reminds me of it. It's the, the same whole kind name of thing. And the nameless and the whole like. Oh, like these 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 opposites that you're that they're using and you're like but that isn't okay what yeah you know yeah so it's basically he's like well he's not these things he's the cause of the of these things but all all these things that he's saying he's trying to to establish that god is the author of good or yes. good yeah um like uh uh because it goes on for no one of the other uh can be in any measure good but god alone and he is good alone and nothing else the rest of the things are separable all from good's nature yeah so god is like this is this kind of goes with the the greek thing too with the numbers and stuff the earth the later on the monad mm-hmm. the the this indivisible number yeah you know kind of the atom or whatever but yeah, the, the smallest the, the smallest the indivisible of... number that it's he is just um what am i trying to say something with good he he can't he can't be separated he's in so so yeah, it's not it's not that for him good isn't a virtue here's here's another way they say it is like he's not separable from good because he is good kind of like yeah he's the cause of good yeah it's kind of like when you're typing the word good and you forget to put an o when you accidentally type god oh, i hate when that happens yeah it's like the cosmos is talking to you right there like when i'm saying hey sounds good and I push enter. Sounds God. And then the person that I'm I'm typing to, because you know I'm typing to, you know we met we we don't we don't talk on the phone these days. So the person that I'm talking to, I accidentally typed to them, "Hey, it sounds God." And then you have to wonder, wait, but isn't God the same thing as good? <laughs> well, that's what that's that's what he wanted <laughs> to get to in this. So 
Um, no, that's, that's how I interpreted it is for, for God, good is not like a virtue that God like has. And that's what it's, that's what Hermes is trying to say. It's God is good. Yeah. And so it's almost like, and this is where her, the hermetic, this hermetic uh, philosophy kind of starts to, to be differentiate itself a little bit from others is in my opinion is when we have when I would if I were to ask Mark Mark like hey have, right. have you done anything hey Mark how you doing good have you done anything oh, you could have said God right now I mean God but, <laughs> but uh you know have you done anything good today you know and you're sure yeah I've done some good things today but the thing is is then you say we, there's none good but God yeah and, then I say, and I'm like yep yeah. it reminds me of the Old Testament verse i think it's in proverbs or wait where is it at? i can't think where it's at i only know the i only know the uh the the um the, the the verse but it says be still and know that i am god right yeah and so in that perspective oh, yeah, yeah. in that when I, when I think about that i think about how and this is and this is where the hermetic philosophy comes in i think i was going on, i was starting to get lost for a second this is the hermetic <laughs> philosophy is when i'm doing good true good in that moment, I'm God. That's deep, but you see, my, I think this is where the or uh, you're doing the work of God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, or you can say, yeah, because uh, exactly. it, it, uh, it, it goes on to call not thou therefore aught else good, for thou was would wouldst impious be. I love that. Wouldst wouldst impious be, nor anything at all. At any time, call God, but good alone. See, this yeah. is where you. Oh my gosh! It, yeah, he he actually was saying what you. So, call nor anything at all at any time. Call God, but good alone. Uh, for uh, and then though the good is spoken of by all, it is not understood by all. Not only is God not understood by all. Oh wait, where was I going? Oh, I lost my. Don't do it, Mark. But both unto the gods and now. I... Um. Anyway, so I don't know where I was going with that yeah. second part. Is just something I, think I had you, highlighted. The end of verse sixteen said, or the mid midpoint it says, uh, "God is not understood by all; neither is good." Everybody speaks of good. But they don't understand it. Anyway, good not not out of courtesy, but out of nature. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm just reading random. See, stuff. this is crazy, huh? This is kind of a conf the the way this is worded is confusing. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. And, and especially when you throw in words like woodst. Anyway, I liked where he he was saying what you were saying. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Well, anyway, so he's just establishing God is the good. And the good is God. I think in verse the in the last verse, there's a little bit of what you were referring to earlier as the Greek uh, logic that what we see in this. Okay, is it goes from God and then turning into the, the how why how God makes all things, or why he made he's a make you know, why he makes, yeah yeah right. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it does oh, it does it in the kind of Greek style, right? In seventeen, yeah. It says well, the, I just wanted to read something real oh, quick. Go for it, go for it. Because. He finally says what good is. 
And it's God. Last line but, of 16. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, God, the good is he who gives all things and not receives. Hmm. So that's what his definition of, of good is. He who gives all things and not receives. So anyway, so he's not doing it. He's just kind of out there creating and whatever, letting yeah. things true and not receiving anything. That's a, that's a good segue into another discussion about like why God creates. Well, and that, that'll come up later in, yeah. in different sermons. But you were talking about God being the creator, the father. Yeah, the other name of God is Father, right? Because he that he is that which maketh all. The part of Father is to make. So that's where the that's why we call him Father is to because he's a maker. Yeah. Right? Well, um I wanted to Mead talks he actually in his notes talks about cuz if this sounds kind of familiar that God is good, you know, um the there's there's a few uh things in Mark ten eighteen, Luke and this is in the Bible, mm-hmm. Luke eighteen nineteen, Matthew nineteen seventeen that have the same thing where Jesus says the same thing. Um I'll read uh Mark um ten eighteen. Uh wait, this guy comes up to him, kneels uh, and when he was gone forth into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him. And he says, good master, what shall I do that I shall, I may inherit eternal life? Okay. So he calls him good master. Or God master. <laughs> well, this is where, and Jesus said unto him, why callest thou me good? There is none good but one. Guess who? That is God. It's almost like you can replace the word good with God in these verses, and I'm, I'm it bring it takes your mind to a loftier sphere right there. Well, I know, but what's okay, actually I didn't think about this, but now that I read read uh the thing, what shall I do to inter- inherit eternal life? So he asks a pretty big question. Yeah. So but Jesus decides I'm gonna you know what? I, we need to address this first. So is this part of the understanding that is needed to inherit eternal life? He's like, first off, and you call me good master. There's none good but God. This is so actually, is he diverting like, oh, wait, I, I need to correct what you said there. But, you know, to be a a jerk or is he doing it Mm -hmm. to say to actually answer his question and say well first off in order to turn gain eternal life let me tell you one thing there's none good but god that's a good point that's and that's what we don't see that first part as actually the answer yet yeah yeah it's a good point you're like well then later on he he'll talk about it because yeah then no he's answering him right away. he answers him right away because then all then he goes through and and talks about the commandments and 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 the guys like oh i've done all these and then and then he goes on and you know tells him some other some deeper thing you know like sell all that thou hast and and that is where me that's where me pulled this from is because that's what it says in here and this to asclepius is you know one you have to get 
good as the way to obtain obtain good is to basically give every give all and what was the wording for it? You know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 dude, yeah, yeah. It is is uh, the good is he who gives all and not receives. Oh shoot! (laughs) Nice. So, but one of the things I want to emphasize um, in this is that just because these are the same things, you know, we're like, oh my gosh, yeah. Well, somebody stole it from somebody. Yeah, yeah. It's not you like know? it's not like a co- it's not a coincidence. Like, or... well, no, but no, but it, it it's saying it kind of is a it's it comes from the same thought line, but it wasn't like whoever wrote the Bible looked at the Hermes thing or whoever wrote the the Hermes text. Yeah, yeah. What is? Oh, uh, I see you're saying. So what is? A... You know what? What he? What? What? Uh, Mead says, and he's like, okay, I need to clarify it just yeah. to make sure that. He he said, uh, uh, um, at first sight, almost we might at first sight almost persuade ourselves that the treaties had these Christian declarations immediately in mind. But the general phenomenon of similarity of diction, uh, mm, big word, yeah, and the idea that the transmagistic literature with those of the New Testament documents. Um, can be explained by the fact that both literatures are mainly are y- literatures use mainly the common Hellenistic theological phrases of the time. So he wants to say, well, it's not that they're they copied each other, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what where my mind goes. I'm like, yeah. well, who wrote it first, you know? Sure. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's just they're all coming out of this Hellenistic way to you- talk about God. Yeah. Okay. So that's why they're similar. And that's why they sound similar. Yeah. But they do sound very similar. You're yeah. just like, and especially when we explain a little more, and it's like, whoa, I didn't realize that was there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see what you're so saying. That's cool. So anyway, so so we need. He says, just calm down, guys. We need not distress ourselves with any suggestions, either of plagiar plagiarism or of direct controversy. I'm glad so, uh, Mead clarified that. Yeah, thanks, opinion. Mead. Yeah, that was Because really there were some uh, upset people. Thanks, George Robert Stowe, Mead. George Robert Stowe. Like, that's awesome that he has that many names. Yeah, George Robert Stowe. GRS is a mouthful, you know? Tolkien it's almost has, a Tolkien name. Has three it's names, almost three a name person. in itself, though. Yeah. Gris. Gris Mead. Gris. J.R.R. Token. Tolkien anyway well so anyway so that's that's the thing is that this whole thing is to establish the good or what God is like Jesus did in that Mm -hmm. other one is that hey first off let's make a point here let's make a point and but he doesn't go through all the okay (laughs) fortunately Jesus doesn't go through the thing where he's like okay if something's moved if you hit a marble with another marble, what is it? You know, he doesn't go through that, but it's it's the basic same doctrine. And it all comes from the Hellenistic, you know, thinking. And if you ever uh, read any kind of Plato or whatever, or listen to a really good book on it called The Cave and the Light, you'll you'll be like, oh, okay, that's... Yeah, that's, you know, understand, you'll be able to understand more where all this stuff came from or when it was written, you know, but it probably was around before that, too. But anyway, so thank you, Mark. 
Should we mention the last part in this? What mentions the uh, <laughs> children or? Yeah, I don't think it's that. What I do think it was funny though is this would paraphrase it real quick. There is a, there is a mention of like, hey, you need to have oh yeah, you need to have kids. This is actually do mention this because this is a okay. weird one because you're like, what? So he says, um, uh, wherefore child making is a very great and most pious thing in life. For them who make a right and to leave life on earth without a child is very great misfortune and impiety. And he who hath no child is punished by the daemons after death. Okay, but uh, yeah, the next. And it says, And this, the punishment, that the man's soul hath no, who hath no child shall be condemned into a body with neither man's nor woman's nature, a thing accursed beneath the sun. <laughs> so he's got, I mean, first off, is if it, yeah. So he's going to be uh, made smooth or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be an androgynous, right? Wouldn't that be like nothing? No. Yeah. I yeah. guess. And it's just weird, but I like how uh, the priest in, well, in, in the one of the thing, he's yeah. like. I doubt it or something like that. He, yeah. Uh, a scribe of the 13th century uh, has laconically written on the margin of this paragraph the single word nonsense yeah 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 <laughs> and, because they're mostly monks right yeah he's presumably most, most a monk. definitely a monk so he's just like this i don't know why this is in here this is just ridiculous yeah it doesn't seem, that doesn't seem to really fit in with it either no it doesn't whole, the whole thing yeah so so it might be like a uh anyway yeah, so that's that's an interesting letter. thing so the whole general sermon gets the point that is made or that we seem to get is that God is good. So, and that's his nature. And I think sometimes I'm like, well, I think that they, it's his nature or good might not be the best word. It's just maybe, huh, I was going to, God doesn't care, but he just creates. Yeah. That's, he's not doing anything. And it, with bad intentions. You know what I'm saying? Ah, eh, maybe not. It's almost like he just... It, you get the, I get this picture when, I, when I'm when i reading through these kind of... Uh, these kind of uh, texts and stuff. I get this picture in my mind of this... This... Ultimate... Uh, awareness. Or this higher being that's so high... That he... That it... Just goes about just creating... And doesn't have doesn't even look back. Kind yeah, of, you know. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's not malicious intentions, and so it almost seems like, like it's outside of the God of the Bible. Yeah, especially like, the Old Testament. It's like it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like we're talking about like where he wouldn't be concerned so much with. Well, it's almost like when I when I it's almost like we're we're talking about gods, the the gods is God, like. Yeah, like we talk about the we, god of the gods. Yeah, like like the uh, the highest thing possible. When he ta- yeah. actually, they do talk kind of about different gods and stuff. But whenever they're talk, it seems like in in these texts, and we'll get on into whenever actually in this next one, the sacred sermon. Okay, yeah, we'll get where there, there's these. Okay, one of the things. Okay, is the gods are a lot of times are associated with the seven planets. Yeah. Which are the rulers of our our the seven rulers? Our, yeah, the seven five, rulers. Five planets and then the 
the sun and the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were, cre- you know, so God is the their God. Correct. Yeah. So it's yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but we can transition into the sacred sermon because the sacred sermon's interesting because it's short. It's four verses. I guess we could just read straight through it, but yeah, we're not going to. No. So it just the very beginning establishes what we already talked about in the shepherd of men. Yeah. The kind of the like moist the, nature, yeah. darkness, the creation, the, the merge between darkness, light, and and nature, and yeah, yeah. Like this like yeah, creation. I, I think where it gets starts to get a little different is it goes a little deeper into the the. The seven, uh, the gods, mm-hmm. you know, uh, heaven was seen in seven circles. Its gods were made visible in forms of stars with all their signs. You see that this is right in yeah. verse two. So, um, and it, I, I'm trying to see what I have written here. Um, the seven, those seven planets have an effect on man and the world's nature. Yeah. And this uh, kind of goes with astrology. Yeah, this is this is referencing the zodiac. Yeah, yeah. So that there, and also the nature of the universe. And anyway, uh, in verse, read the beginning of verse three. The beginning of it. Want. Yeah, just okay. I don't know. Maybe we'll. Fit. All right. And every god by his own proper power brought forth what was appointed him. Okay. Thus there arose four-footed beasts and creeping things. And those that are those that in the water dwell, and things with wings, and everything that beareth seed and grass and shoot of every flower, all having themselves a seed of again becoming. Okay. That kind of goes with the creation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, but it's by the power of the universe, or of these, even even the rotations and the of it seems like of the the different planets and and everything that all these things are come into being yeah so and then it says this is what you're referring to um courtship over the head be over all beneath the heaven and gnosis of its blessings that they might increase and increasing and multiply in multitude and every soul enfleshed by revolution of the cyclic oh yeah yeah, yeah. this is actually for observation of the marvels oh, of yeah, the heaven yeah. and heaven's god revolution and of the works of god and energy of nature for tokens of his blessings for gnosis of the power of God. So, oh. And then the mansion's fate, that they might know the fates that follow good and evil and learn the cunning work of all the good arts. So this is like reference. This is basically just referencing how, you know, everything's created, but they're subject to this. They're subject to the fate provided to them by the cyclical nature well, of this. But also, clock. okay. Also though, uh, um, it talks about how they can gain knowledge through observing the heavens, right? Yeah, in, it does. In, uh, in gnosis. Beneath the heaven, and gnosis of its blessings, knowledge of its blessings. They might increase and increase and multiply in multitude for, and every soul and flesh. Okay, um, what am I? That, that by looking at nature, and observing the movement of the of the planets and stuff, they can begin to understand God and fate and different things. If I'm making sense, am I? Yeah, I think verse four helps us. Uh... But this this reminds me of Enoch. Remember the whole 
whenever the watchers or the part of their the thing that God was so upset with them in the in there was about them the tracking of the yeah, the astrology. stars astrology yeah. and being able to figure out their fate. Yeah, they were they were figuring exactly. No, they were kind of cheating. Like, hey, we we're figuring out what we we can we can foresee the future. So this this is this is almost saying the opposite though that this they can that they might know the fates that follow good and evil and learn the cunning that's the that's works point. of all the good arts. That's a good and point. This is kind of like taking this is like this is like siding up with with that and like saying hey that's actually that's actually can wise be, right? to be to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's it's uh Okay, and then in verse four, yeah, yeah, that's. And thus there begins their living and their growing wise according to the fate appointed by the revolution of the cyclic gods, and their decreasing for this end. Okay. Um, and my verse, my favorite part of verse four is the next line. Okay, well let's let's just talk about this so that that it's by observing nature though that you're learning, you become, you begin to become wise. Yeah that that's how you begin to know God and understand his goodness, right? Or the, you know, like in the previous thing. So, and and then, yeah, ver the next verse is really interesting. And there shall be memorials mighty of their handiworks upon the earth, leaving dim trace behind when cycles are renewed. I actually quoted this in one of our, like, first... Uh, Remember that? Yeah. One of our first videos. Um, for every birth of flesh and sold and of the fruit of the seed and every handiwork, though it decay, shall of necessity renew itself, both by the re renovation of the gods and by the turning round of nature's rhythmic wheel. Okay. Well, so why is that verse, the first one that you quoted, so important? Or what? why is it like... This is like the biggest verse in the whole thing. You're like, what? Oh, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Which like, part of it? The mighty memorial part? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, when, I, when I first read that, and, I, and I've read it a few times since, and there should be mighty memorials, mighty of their handiworks upon the earth, leaving dim trace behind when cycles are renewed. So right now, it, we're, what Hermes is talking about is how, like, you know, nature and between nature and the the cyclical nature of this whole cosmos, like things will come and go. Yeah, and be destroyed and re-establish. Re again. Yeah, and then, but they'll be. And but the thing is, is like when they build like a massive pyramid, that's not going to be just going away. It's going to take a long time for that to erode into the earth. Yeah, and so there will be things left behind, like leaving a dim trace as a reminder that you know what people knew this before. Yeah, exactly. And and. Always, and I wrote. I wrote here: pyramids, bounds, Gobekli Tepe. You know, like Hoover Dam. Hoover. That's true, actually, because <laughs> they, yeah, they have all that stuff there. They tried to do something like that, actually, yeah. with the Hoover Dam. Um, but, but I'm saying these things that are a dim trace of the what the previous generations knew. Yeah. Like. And we're like, oh my gosh, they were able to calculate the size of the world, blah, blah, you know. Or they, they lined up the pyramids with certain stars, you know, and all that. 
and but things keep on the clock keeps on ticking yeah yeah so and maybe a, and they can be a, a warning too possibly yeah for those uh, who for those who seek it for like those who hey, like go in and like investigate it and try and try and discover gnosis right for those yeah. who want to see it yeah, yeah yeah they can find it instead of just a nice story it's like hey well these people had a pretty good civilization going and what the heck happened yeah you know it's you can learn all kinds of stuff through from history but also like uh whenever um mathematics even just with with greek things and uh like the Py- pythagoras and stuff mm-hmm. whenever that was rediscovered whenever the Arabs, um, or was it? Yeah, the Arabs picked it up, reintroduced it, you know, and then started kind of the Renaissance. Whenever all the, you know, the lost writings of uh, good point, the, the mighty memorials don't even have to be things from like previous cycles of humanity. They could be from previous eras, yeah, and previous dispensations as well. Good point. Yeah. Well, but I'm saying, yeah, the big ones are like the pyramids and stuff. And, and, uh, I don't, I don't think that there's been quite as much as enough, uh, curiosity. I mean, there's obviously curiosity. Yeah, the pyramids about them, but... is a problem with the fact that like, you just can't go in there and study them. Like there's like, well, government and it... that kind of controls that situation. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're not allowed to go discover what's really there, but I uh, know. Uh, yeah. Good point. I don't know. So, so it was interesting, but that, that's that particular um, text is it wasn't a question. It wasn't a master's to student discussion. It was just a uh, right. This is general. Uh, yeah, not even general. Sa- it's, it's called the sacred sermon for some reason. It's just yeah. kind of a weird, like really shortened version of. And then it says that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a, an interesting short guy. All right, uh, sh- short and sweet. Yeah. So basically, but then the the big thing that we like is the whole thing about the handiwork and that talking. Oh, and uh, uh, the cycles being renewed. Yeah. Like, kind of, it's almost like a impermanence that you learn about that. You know, you think you're established, the civilization, but there's cycles the earth goes through. You know, whenever the floods happen, the flood happened, or floods or whatever, you know, or a comet hitting the earth, you know, and and the end of the ice age. What the heck? Like, I don't know how those people were living, but then all of a sudden in a split second, that was over. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get, but you you see a dim trace of, of what they what they had or some of what they had you know the only things that that exist could could stick around were you know um the stone structures things that would last forever yeah because think about what happened think about here if there's like a solar flare or whatever you know destroyed all the electricity Mm -hmm. and stuff like what the heck yeah it wouldn't take too much no, there's actually a book that's written about like how easy you would be. I think it's like it's called like the last. I have to find it the last like, twenty four hours. But some guy wrote a book about like how easy it would actually be to like take everybody take everything out. Like, you know, we think like oh it'll take a, it'll take a huge thing to like take out everything. 
Well, my, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't. It wouldn't take much. And, and I'm saying, and that's just that's just one little thing. But imagine something catastrophic, you know. And the 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 uh, hermetic view, the hermetic question to be asked from this is, is is this cyclical nature? Is that change, right? And that's what that's what I like. Is it the cup of the monad that talks about how that's actually not change? That's like stable. It's consistent. Right. Really. Yeah. Like we see. So from our viewpoint, in our you know less oh. than a century lifetime, we yeah, see yeah, things yeah. happening. We go, lots of changes are happening, and they are changes in a way. Yeah. Well, an example would be let's just take politics out of it. But like in the seventies, there's a big thing that there's a new ice age coming. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about global warming or whatever. Okay. Because whatever. Sure. I'm insane. This is, but. And then eventually, oh wait, what am I? Change, ice age. I know. Global warming. Uh, You're getting all political, Mark. Well, no, because I was like, well, the global warming would be better because, because that is one that people are are saying is man caused, right? And it's like, well, or. I mean, yeah, man definitely has a part in it, but there's also the whole freaking world, the nature, you know, that it's the, the globe is not just some stable thing that never changes. Okay. Okay. That's That's what you're saying. I just didn't want to. I wanted to kind of tap around global warming because I don't want to. Yeah. You wanted to, you wanted to, I don't want to be political. Yeah. Yeah. No. Because it's not. Yeah, yeah, you don't have any. Yeah, have no clue where we stand on that. I don't have a stance. <laughs> <laughs> then obviously, I don't know. But anyway, so the way I like to think about it, and I think we'll get into more of this in the cup of the monad. But the, the way I like to think about it is, people, when you look at like wall clock and the and the and the hour, and the minute and the hour hands are moving down the, down down to the right and rotating. Sometimes we look at that and we go, "Oh yeah, that's change. Seeing something move." But the thing is, is like, I can tell you that in five minutes, that hand's going to be from there to there. I that's not change. That's that's stable, right? Yeah. Change it's is a system. The, change is if the hand started all of a sudden turning the other direction. You know. Yeah. And that, or if it stopped. Yeah. That's change. Well, I'm saying, yeah, there's fluctuations in whatever, but it's not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, should we let the cup of the monad do the rest of talking? Yeah. Okay. Or the should we, cup. Should we break it? Oh, should we do a couple of in, in different? We, should we keep it in this one? Yeah, throw it in. What? Uh, how? What time are we at? Can you tell? Fifty-three. Man, we just banter forever. No. Um. Well. Uh. Yeah. We're. You know what? Um. We'll end this one with those two, and then we'll do... Sweet, and then we can open up... We can start the next one with a uh, new... Yeah, my, I'm getting a little parched. Yeah. So anyway, hopefully this, this some of this made some sense. Um, I don't know. Probably didn't. No, there are uh, some cool things, actually, that... I think, I think there is. I was like, oh, wait, I didn't realize... Because I was like, oh, that's cool that there's a link between the Bible and, and what they, what's in here. But then I didn't realize, oh, if you really look into it, it's actually really you know uh, like the hellenistic yeah. let's just call it the hellenistic uh teachings really run through both of them yeah totally anyway so uh 
Well, yeah, we're going to do the cup and the monad. I think there's a lot to talk about with this, the next one. There is. That's why I think we should break it off. And yeah, and we'll see. Maybe it'll be a 10 minute one. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. All right. Well, uh, yeah, uh, watch the next one. And uh, thanks for listening. And, and uh, talk to yeah. you later. Yep. What?